for our listeners a brief content warning. We talk about topics related to violence, gang violence, death, teenage parenthood, and racism and discrimination in this episode. Please be advised and practice some self-care. Hey everyone, welcome to Are You There Love? It's us, Danny and Izzy. Danny here. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Izzy. Welcome to our podcast. Yes, our podcast. This is our (laughs) bonus episode. Woo! We're really excited to start this little um, diversion format for our podcast. We anticipate to kind of play with this a little bit. Um, We're not really sure the direction it's going to take, but we thought it'd be really fun to have this sort of companion episode to our full length episodes. So for example, we did a few weeks back our episode on the hate you give. And then recently in January, Angie Thomas released this book called Concrete Rose, which is a prequel to the hate you give. So in this episode, we're going to talk about Concrete Rose and the relationship of Lisa Maverick, Star Carter's parents in that book. Um, and it's going to be a shorter episode, but we thought it'd be a cool take to kind of refresh ourselves on previous things we talked about and then also hone in on a certain dynamic and thing we enjoyed from the original episode. Yeah, I think what Danielle and I wanted to do with these episodes was kind of touch upon something that we didn't really give full attention to in the regular episodes. We felt like that Maverick and Lisa, especially their relationship, was not given the love as stars OTP. We need to give them some love. And honestly, their relationship is amazing. It's beautiful. And it's a great representation of like a parental relationship and like a partnership and a marriage. So we wanted to just talk about that more. So yeah, and we are a relationship podcast. We love love. So we'll take any oh, yeah. to talk about those positive role models. Okay, so let's just give a little background on a timeline, maybe, of the relationship between Maverick and Lisa. As mentioned in the series, they are high school sweethearts and have had some quote-unquote rocky roads in their relationship where Concrete Rose leaves off is that Maverick and Lisa are together, but uh, Ma- it hints at Maverick's infidelity with this woman named Aisha, who turns out to be the mother of his child, where he ho- he was in a fight with Lisa. They hooked up, and then that's how Seven, Maverick's son, was created, uh, and that's a big uh, storyline in the book and in the hate you give that uh, Maverick has another son through another woman and that is kind of like the main part of Concrete Rose is Maverick finding out that Seven is his son uh, because formerly they thought uh, it was with someone else and so then Maverick and Lisa break up unfortunately but understandably so through Concrete Rose you kind of see Maverick trying to one figure out fatherhood and then to figure out where he is in in his life and also where is he in his relationship with Lisa and his like feelings are very strong for her so 
Like Izzy said, Concrete Rose dives in to Maverick's introduction to fatherhood. And it's a really good examination of that and also his growth detaching from the King Lords, the local gang within Garden Heights, and also his rocky relationship with his own father. Um, and that gives a lot of explanation and background into kind of why he is the way he is and why he wants to be a better figure for his kids. And it was it was really wholesome background. It also is difficult content occasionally because, like, that sucks. And, like, he's a young father. He's 17. Like, ever yeah. going through it in this book. Oh, yeah. So this book kind of takes you through, like, this, like, formative period where Danielle said he's basically starts off the book as this young guy, childless, like, dating this girl, part of a gang, making money, selling drugs, and then sees this transformation of taking on more responsibility of life, taking on the responsibility of being a father, responsibility of, like, financially being a father, too, because that's a big struggle where he wants to be in his life and his future and like education wise and also who he wants to be as a person and especially in terms of his masculinity and so then the book also so the book starts with Maverick becoming a father and then it ends with him becoming a father again to star mm-hmm. and you kind of because uh, in the part of the book follows the Lisa's journey through teenage motherhood or pre- teenage pregnancy, I should say. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like a back and forth back timeline. Basically, you see Maverick take this total one eighty between his first child and the second child, and it's just really interesting. And with that, we learn more about Lisa and Maverick. Yes. Oh. So and great. we love we love getting that background. And for this episode, we decided to take our top five favorite moments. We kind of moments or themes and kind of mm-hmm. um, we're going to share with you our favorite ones that kind of make Lisa Maverick and make us love them and why we feel that they're a good inspiration for yeah. a positive relationship. Oh, we need more of that. Um, so, yes, we're going to start off with the top five reasons. They're just in, in a random order because we can't rank them because they're all great things about this relationship. Um, so the first theme is forgiveness. And where we see forgiveness in Maverick and Lisa's relationship is obviously this uh, pivotal moment of infidelity where Lisa finds out that maverick slept with aisha seven's father and she's very hurt and very betrayed by this act and you can see that actually even resonate in the hate you give because there was a small moment in the hate you give where star mentions that her mom is kind of still for lack of better words still salty that maverick slept with aisha in the hate you give actually it was lisa that said to star about you know, Maverick cheating on her. It was like, you have to think about what life you've built together or the moments you've had and whether that one mistake outweighs all these bigger things. And that's just such a moment of growth and like forgiveness too, because I think you, when you talk about forgiveness, you need to really weigh in like the stuff in your life and 
what is worth giving up and if that break of betrayal is worth giving up kind of this child they were having because this is when Lisa just found out she was also pregnant with Star. It was Lisa that made this decision that the life that she was trying to build for her child and how she felt about Maverick and those moments of him being with her trying to be a good partner and a provider and a father that stuff was more important than this one act of betrayal and that doesn't mean that for everybody that's certainly true I mean infidelity I think in the, I think it's like the break of trust is a big part of why relationships end but this act of forgiveness on Lisa's part is so crucial in relationships because it just helps you grow as a person. Mm-hmm. I agree with that statement. I think another important thing of note, and I've said it before on another episode of the podcast, is that I believe Maverick also not – it's in your discretion to give someone forgiveness, but mm-hmm. I think he did work for it with Lisa. and. Yeah. He- We'll discuss it later, but he worked on ways to improve their relationship. He decided to be more honest with her. He decided she was very adamant about him breaking away from the King Lords and his lifestyle that he had before. And he did many things to change the way he acted and buckled down to be a supportive partner because he Mm -hmm. respected her and her wishes and what she wanted for a healthy family and that kind of earned the forgiveness yeah whereas if he didn't change anything about his life maybe she wouldn't have felt the same way like he he provided her with the things she was looking for you know yeah and i I don't want to say it's very big of Lisa to forgive him I don't know why that just sounds wrong in my head but it just I guess it just shows the amount of strength that someone has to like look at this in this situation and that's what I admire about Lisa is that her way of looking at things I feel like it's very similar to how I look at certain situations where like I take in all the factors out there and then weigh the decision like the good and the bad and I think that we don't see that enough in societies and portrayal relationships because it's the typical narrative is like, oh, especially when it comes to infidelity or cheating or any sort of betrayal, it's like, oh, they cheated on you, like once a cheater, always a cheater, like yeah. a one and done, like, and I think that can like that can be true for people, but it's also very toxic because it doesn't give you a lot of room to forgive, and. Mm-hmm. I think forgiveness is something as a society we don't give easily, like you said. And forgiveness is for the person that's been victimized, betrayed, or hurt in any way. But it's something that you still, I think, is important to cultivate and it's important to learn to forgive. Yeah. Especially you see how deeply Maverick cares about Lisa and how deeply she cares about him. And it's kind of just ends up being a weighing the pros and the cons. So besides this, forgiveness on Lisa's end or Lisa's act of forgiveness to Maverick a part of forgiveness in their relationship is Maverick trying to forgive himself and that is very evident in this book especially in relationship to one him cheating on 
Lisa with Aisha and then to the murder of his cousin Dre. So Dre plays a big part in Maverick's life as you see in Concrete Rose that Dre is Maverick's cousin but he's also like an older brother pseudo father figure and really becomes a role model for Maverick in terms of taking care of a child and fatherhood and we'll touch a little bit about like role models at later but in order for Maverick to grow he needs to learn to forgive himself for this act of cheating and for his cousin's death which he thinks is his fault and I think that without this like growth and like learning to forgive yourself which is like super hard because society doesn't teach you to forgive yourself or to be nice to yourself um, I think that is crucial to Lisa being like okay this is the type of person that I want to spend my life with and spend time co-parenting this child with. Um, so I think that – I mean, I think I really took to heart this journey of Maverick's self-forgiveness a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so hard to forgive yourself for things you subconsciously blame yourself for. Like, mm-hmm. there's no tangible proof that you really played a part in it. Like, you're in your own head being like, I did this. Like, there's no direct correlation as to how Maverick played a role into Dre's death, but he pins the blame on himself. And I think it just hits harder, too, because as his role model, Dre was just getting on this good path of he also has a child. He's older than Maverick but he's still considered young he was kind of breaking out of the King Lord situation getting a more sustainable way of making money and he was influencing Maverick to do the same and Dre still fell into this trap of Mm -hmm. being killed by the people who's trying to break away from and maybe that's also why it was so hard to forgive himself and this whole Dre situation because in the back of Maverick's mind subconsciously He's like, even if I break away, I'll still always be attached to this toxic part of society and, like, it could all be over in an instant, you know? Yeah. Yeah. In regards to forgiveness, that was a quality and something that Maverick had to grow into and another important quality within the relationship between Maverick and Lisa is the ability to kind of grow as companions and partners. That's something that's really important in relationships, romantic or platonic. Uh, mm-hmm. You either need to grow together and kind of per- still provide on this track positive influences within each other's lives. Or, I mean, obviously the relationship deteriorates and you see that through these big life changes in both in the hate you give and concrete rose that Maverick and Lisa, even through turbulent, tumultuous kind of things that seem life-shattering, they find the good and they still support each other. And one of the ways I saw this, this kind of made my heart melt. Um, so, (laughs) (laughs) So Lisa becomes pregnant and they're juniors. Are they juniors? Yeah. I think like junior, like junior spring yeah almost seniors or i don't know because they talk about graduation but we'll, we'll just say like end of high school yeah Look- end of high school so at that yeah. point prior to the pregnancy and everything that was going on uh lisa 
was looking at colleges. She had her dream school picked out. Uh, through our research, uh, Izzy and I believe the school was fake, but it's supposed to be some, it's called Markham, <laughs> Markham State, I believe. It's supposed to be some version of an HBCU. She wants to go into the medical field. This girl has big dreams. We love a go-getter. Um, and then she becomes pregnant with Star. And instead of Maverick kind of leading her down this road and being an unsupportive partner and being like, hey, uh, we're going to have a kid together. So, like, we're going to need to, like, work and, like, maybe you need to be a stay-at-home mom, like, kind of, like, dashing her dreams and making her adjust her plans around this child they're going to have. Mm-hmm. He arranges the whole tour for her of this school, her dream school, and, like, kind of showing her that, like, yes – you are going to be the mother of my child. We're going to have a relationship. We're going to have a family. And like, we're going to build that, but you can also still build your dreams and your career and your professional life and everything you wanted post high school. And I thought that was really sweet. Super, super touching to Lisa. And I think it shows to her that he's not some silly kid running around more. He is an adult. Or becoming an adult, thinking about this logically, thinking about her future. So, and I think she that's super important and shows his ability to grow where he was just this kid, you know, carefree, didn't have a lot of responsibility. Now he's shouldering the responsibility of the future. Ability to grow with Lisa leads him down this path to kind of detach from his relationship with his friend King, who is mm-hmm. one of the up his friend, one of his best friends since childhood, um, who's growing into this role and really, I guess you would say, thriving within the King Lords, kind of rising up yeah. in their ranking system and like he's very dedicated to that way of life. Whereas Maverick is growing close closer to Lisa. Um, his mother's not really much of an endorser of this lifestyle either like he wants to be around for his kids and he sees that if he participates in the king lord's way of life that he might not always be there for them so it kind of puts a strain on his relationship with king and you learn through reading the hate you give that king and maverick aren't really friends anymore there's a lot of tension in that relationship um after maverick kind of takes the quote hit um and ends up in jail for something that king did uh, the relationship is very much severed. Um, and that was his way out of the King Lords forever. Uh, and I guess you could say it's kind of sad to see this relationship go because it's always hard to let go of a relationship where you have history with someone. Yeah, I don't think it's sad though because King – I mean, yes, you have history there, but King's very toxic at this point. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I mean I didn't want to interrupt your thought, but – I think it's not like – I think – well, I mean, maybe you're right because Maverick does mention this kind of sad, like, disappointment almost that, like, they've been brothers and for so long in this lifestyle and have been each other's support system. And you see them diverge and kind of go in different directions and – I think Maverick finds that sad, but and ultimately he knows King is very toxic and he's he doesn't want to follow in King's steps. So I think that um, ability to grow away from someone yeah, really helps. Yeah, and I think that's so important. And I've grown 
in a lot of like my relationships in a way that we've grown apart and I realized that's been for the better like this person was getting pretty toxic um and then it we just grew apart it wasn't sustainable after you know college I guess and maybe eventually we'll come in contact with each other I don't know but I think that type of growing is you need to grow I think sometimes basically it's like you need to grow away from something towards another thing and then so in this case Maverick was growing away from King and the King Lords and growing towards Lisa and the future that he wants yeah I have also had similar experiences you kind of either just fade from people something happens you have this realization an epiphany that you aren't kind of mutually beneficial anymore it makes a friendship mm. or relationship sound like a transaction but like y'all know no, but and yeah come around for a reason or a season or <laughs> we love a rhyme or i was talking about talking to izzy about the bojack horseman series finale we stand if anybody watches bojack but at the end of that <laughs> show there's another relationship that's kind of like you can be grateful again for the moments you had together but like again people come into your life at like one moment in time and then you grow and then you kind of see that mm, maybe they're not meant to be here forever and that's okay and we all yeah. grow and maybe they'll come back like life is long yeah i mean hopefully my life is long but i think i will not actually now that you mentioned this like life is long it's kind of interesting because when you're it seems that from the book like when you're in this like type of gang lifestyle you don't know if you're gonna have a long life because you could be dead the next day that dre literally died like right i think maverick went inside to go check something and then the next minute dre was dead and in this gang lifestyle like it's you literally don't know when you're gonna die you could die tomorrow the next week right now and i think that's what's scary and that's what maverick has realized with dre's death is that you know, this is not the future that he wants and he needs to grow away from it to her future he wants. And that ability to grow is what helps build the foundation of Lisa and Maverick's relationship. Yeah. So the third reason why Maverick and Lisa are, are OTP is this notion of role model and I guess role modelship becoming a role model and learning from your role models that they experience in their lives. Yeah. Obviously you learn from those around you, your environment. So in this section, we're going to kind of detail the people in Maverick and Lisa's lives who we believed influenced them to be the great people they are today. So when reading concrete Rose, I found Maverick's mother to be really great a strong independent woman we stand um Love she it. is married to maverick's dad but he is in jail so she essentially raises maverick as a single mother and throughout the book she has this friend her name is mo and maverick knows they're like best friends they hang out all the time mo's been really supportive she's always around and maverick really likes her And then you learn at the end of the book that while Maverick's dad has been in prison, he's been there for years, basically all of Maverick's life. And Maverick's mother says to him that 
Mo and her have been in a relationship, I believe, for, what was it, seven years? A very long time. Yeah. A romantic partnership. And she was scared to tell him, scared to live her truth. And Maverick is basically just like, do you love her? And she says yes. And that's all he needs to hear. And she gets to go and live her happy life. And it was just a really heartwarming moment because I feel like yeah, she that's so scary. And in Maverick's eyes, like she thought her and his father were like fine and they were gonna he was gonna eventually come out of prison i guess and like be one happy family so it could have been an earth-shattering moment and it kind of turned into this beautiful one for him and just seeing his mom happy is really what mattered again i think that was a period of growth and him just learning like when you find that person that you love that much that's all you really need you know yeah maverick's mother role modeling love not just towards like Mo as a partner, but towards Maverick as a son that he really learns from and is able to emulate in his relationship with his children and Lisa. With uh, the positive relationship that Maverick's mother has uh, with him, she encourages him to, again, she's not a very big endorser of the King Lord's life. That is how Maverick's father ended up in jail. It's not sustainable. She knows that. She's like, you need to provide for your son seven. And so she pushes him to get a real quote, real job. And he ends up working for Mr. Wyatt, who owns the local grocery store. You learn in the hate you give. This is the same grocery store that Maverick eventually takes over and makes his own. And through meeting Mr. Wyatt, he kind of, and working for him, he learns that, hard work and like earning your money in a responsible legal way and also obviously learns businessman skills that he applies when he owns the store that's very applicable and he also learns his love of gardening through Mr. Wyatt and I think Mr. Wyatt also just teaches him a lot about responsibility as well he implements this kind of three strike system with him and it's like if you come here and like break my rules and like you don't show up on time you don't show up sober like if you're dealing drugs if you're doing this like these are all strikes against you if you get three you're not working for me anymore like good luck with the rest of your life goodbye Mm -hmm. at first he does not take working for mr wyatt seriously he's like i hate this this is dumb like i could be making so much more money just selling these drugs and i could go buy my jordans and like support my whole family and not be stressing but he learns that there's so much risk with that and putting his family at risk and he'd rather make the money in a responsible way and know he'll still be around the next day and also, then he gets a cool little stress-relieving hobby learning how to plant things in a garden. Yeah. <laughs> that was so endearing. Um, and, like, the symbolism of, like, what gardening means to Maverick later on in life. Because you see that mentioned in The Hate You Give that Maverick still has a garden. is quite touching. But, yeah. Um, I think I love Mr. Wyatt, first off. Because it shows a good role model for Maverick as a pseudo another pseudo father figure and it shows like role model of someone with a future 
and someone who worked hard for their business. And at this point in Concrete Rose, Maverick doesn't know what he wants to do with his future. He doesn't have good enough grades to go to college or and Maverick doesn't think college is for him. And Mr. Wyatt is the one who really pushes him to think about his future and what he wants and the transition of his work relationship with Mr. Wyatt and then eventually coming to own the store is just a great moment and I think also helps progress the relationship with like Maverick and Lisa because it is quote unquote honest work and really shows that Maverick wants to step up in his future and and he then you see him in the hate you give do what Mr. Wyatt did for him to kids like Dante and Khalil to a point and I think that's just beautiful yeah and it just shows him that it's possible to live in Garden Heights and not be involved with the gang because before I think his mentality was very much like everyone in Garden Heights is involved Mm -hmm. with some sort of gang whether it's the Garden Disciples or the King Lords or like any other gang within the vicinity like that is the way of life and that's all he thought there was and seeing another avenue where you get to still be successful and not be scared was probably pretty eye-opening it obviously was and that's the path he took yeah so yeah uh the last like kind of role model relationship we want to talk about is the one with Miss Rosalie and Lisa. Um, so yeah, Miss Rosalie uh, takes in Lisa after her parents or her mom specifically kicks her out for getting pregnant. Miss Rosalie is such a strong female role model for Lisa and such a saving grace in Lisa's very tumultuous time with her family, especially being kicked out on Thanksgiving and being pregnant, being uncertain about your future and having your support system and lifestyle being kind of ripped away from you. And then Miss Rosalie opens their doors to you. And I just love this moment because it just shows you how important certain people can be in your life. And you see Lisa really take to heart this act of compassion and in the hate you give you see Lisa still reciprocate this sort of kindness to uh, Miss Rosalie and her family when Khalil dies. I think this displays a sense of community in Garden Heights that has been Mm. so important throughout the book and a big part of the hit you give why Maverick doesn't want to leave Garden Heights is because he he's like we like I want to help our community like if we leave we can't help everyone here like Mm -hmm. we love dearly and I think this is the beginning of that. And obviously also Miss Rosalie taking in Lisa begins this friendship, this pseudo mother figure after her mom kicks her out and leads to the eventual friendship of Khalil and Star. Because Khalil yeah. is Miss Rosalie's grandson and Star ends up being Lisa's daughter. So without that, like, who knows if they would have ever been friends. Yeah, and with all three role models, Maverick's mother, Mr. Wyatt, Miss Rosalie, like you see all these role models and how they play such an impactful point in their lives where 
Lisa and Maverick really grow and learn from these people and then emulate the stuff that they learned into their own lives and with their relationships with their kids and the people in their community. So I, and I think that's what makes them such a special couple is because they actually learn and become role models themselves. Yeah. And they're role models to us because look at us talking about them. <laughs> yeah. So the next point kind of tying in to I guess you could say this ties into role models because these role models in Maverick and Lisa's life essentially become family this community becomes a a pseudo family I mean you can have I think a lot you learn throughout life that there are people in your life that become so important they are like family even if they're not blood related Um, yeah but our next topic is family and how that plays an integral part in the fostering and furthering of the relationship between Lisa and Maverick and Maverick stepping up to the plate to become this sustainable father. That's been a really big point of discussion here is kind of him growing into his own, realizing what he wants and realizing that he wants to be there for his kids. He wants to be Mm -hmm. there for his future partner. He wants to provide for them he wants to know he'll be here tomorrow is so important and he'll do anything it takes. And with that, that, that grows his relationship with Lisa because she realizes that he's willing to take on this responsibility. Whereas before, I don't think she saw that and not that she didn't respect him, but she didn't think highly of what he was involving himself in. Yeah. And she saw just so much potential and there's a lot of difference. I think in society, uh, I know I have this problem of seeing potential in people, but you can only see so much potential in someone if they're not doing anything about it. So, yeah, but Maverick took, took it up on himself to become, quote, better. So, yeah. And also what we talk about a lot is this positive portrayal of parenthood and what's lacking in YA, a lot of YA literature and the genre is built on this, capitalizing on this notion of growing into yourself and into this transitional adulthood period almost. And that comes with a lot of turmoil towards your parents, which is why you see a lot of YA books are centered around, oh, my parents don't understand me, or like, F my parents, you know, they'll never understand or the author just caps it as their parents are dead. And I think having this relationship, especially having a black couple as a positive portrayal of her, like a in of a relationship in general and parenthood is super important to be represented in society where uh, BIPOC people are still marginalized especially having positive BIPOC relationships where they kind of a lot of mainstream media capitalizes on this like tumultuous relationship but I think it's really beautiful how this relationship is written and it's not written in a lovey-dovey manner because they go through hard times they struggle etc but you really see good qualities and good traits in their relationship and their relationship as a family that is good for people to have and consume. Yeah, for sure. I think a lot of times, like you said, within YA and then just general stereotyping of the BIPOC community, this was a refreshing read because so 
so I feel like so many books just capitalize on youth youthful youthful characters being quote traumatized by the toxic relationships of their parents so it was just yeah to read something where a young adult like admires their parents and is like i want yeah so many times i feel like i read things and like you said they're like i hate my parents or their parents are like divorced they're like oh that really like did me dirty just yeah just toxic nature stereotyping it's just bad anyway um and then just to talk about, like, Lisa as a mom who – she chooses motherhood and that's a choice. Okay, I just want to say me and Danielle are pro-choice. Um, we believe that a woman has the right to make decisions about her own body and Lisa was – in this book was presented with different options uh, surrounding her pregnancy um, and Lisa made the choice to choose motherhood, and that was the decision that Lisa came to, and we respect that. If Lisa had made a different decision, we would respect that also because she has the rights to her own body, and whoever thinks differently, you need to reconsider that. Um, I diverge. Um, but in that choice, I think Lisa undertakes a lot of responsibility, and she really comes to her own in that decision. And you see really great moments with Lisa and Star and Sakani and Seven in The Hate You Give, where she just is a bomb mom. She's great. I love I love the her approach to motherhood and how Angie Thomas wrote it. Yeah. And like we said previously, she still went about getting her own career she did end up working in the yeah. medical field i believe what was she a nurse she's a nurse i think she works at this urgent care Local. clinic mm-hmm. in the hate you Give, but she goes to school to get her degree in nursing oh um, yes and then she gets the promotion towards the end of the hate you give uh, we love yeah. an ambitious legend uh but so she takes pride in her career. She obviously loves her children. She's very much a go-to for Star. You see that. Uh, we talked about in the Hate You Give episode, the relationship between Star and her boyfriend, Chris. And Lisa kind of knows all about that. Star didn't go to Maverick. I mean, that was yeah. a layered situation. But uh, she knows she can go to her mom for anything. Seven's not even her blood son blood related son and she still treats him as such and loves him unconditionally and i just think she has so much love for her family and just so much ambition in her own life and just to put her best foot forward and that really radiates in her character and i love her yeah (laughs) yes we love lisa we are lisa stands we say we're a stand a lot but recording whatever we're gonna say it anyways um, this is a fandom niche podcast so it only makes sense that we embrace the fan girl fan boy fan person lifestyle yes uh yeah and to wrap up our last reason why we love maverick and lisa and they're the ultimate otp is their cultural and black pride and they're, I don't know what to call it, like honoring of their heritage and, you know, active social justice activism. Um, I don't know how much Danielle can speak to this, but I mean, for me, like 
having strong pride in your ethnic background was super important for me growing up and super important for my mom to kind of portray in our family that we come from like a big diverse Hispanic family and even on my dad's side I guess like coming from Canada and having Irish descent um having that pride in your culture and I think that's super important for especially Maverick uh as a father and a person of the black community is very important for him to show black pride and for his kids to be proud of themselves in a society where they are shamed and marginalized and killed for being black and that type of uh I don't know what the word is that type of fostering of this identity, this social identity, is super important. It's very well displayed while you're reading the book and watching the movies. You see, I just think of when Maverick has them um, reading the ten ten points from the Black Panther, yeah, and that's also in the movie, and that's a big part of in the books. And she kind of talk they talk about Tupac and like how her dad influenced her listening to that star mm-hmm. um malcolm x like all these black role models and because they're not getting this education at williamson prep no, and, like are of course not ashamed of their heritage and like yeah so the fact that they that lisa and maverick still embrace this and still educate their kids and like take it upon themselves which is sounds so i feel like most people do, are have pride in their culture, but they – I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, especially for a marginalized culture and ethnic group that it's important for to teach your kids these stuff because they're not being taught yeah. in history. I mean, Malcolm X wasn't por- – like, my education in Malcolm X wasn't portrayed positively, like, at all. Oh, yeah, for like, sure. And to the black community, he's a very, like, pivotal figure in the – social justice civil rights movement and that's part of being like a mart in a marginalized identity and culture and society is that you need to come to terms with that and i mean i talked yeah so much shame on it yeah or portrays it so yeah and i talked a little bit about in the fuller episode about being uh a product i don't say a product it sounds weird um being biracial and not struggle with my identity and showing pride for one side of my culture that wasn't represented in the majority of society and my parents and my family like fostering me like you're hispanic you're peruvian your descendants uh from like mountain indigenous folk like be proud of that and be proud of like the progress you've made um as in representing your culture in the society and so like hell yeah and i like i always i mean i'm still to this day reserved about like claiming my identity as hispanic specifically peruvian and white and like i still sometimes i still struggle being identified like as biracial or as a person of color sometimes because i'm like oh well my skin is white does that consist of me being bipoc but i am um part of the hispanic community so like claiming that identity and having showing maverick and lisa really ensuring that this pride and there's no shame regarding their culture and their past is 
uh, in Star, Sakani, and Seven. Like, I really appreciated that note. So. Um, yeah. All I can say is I agree. I can't really speak to the BIPOC experience, but I mean, I don't even know where I'm going to go with that. We should cut it. I was going to be like, a big Italian family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A big Italian pride. <laughs> or like whatever else. I mean, that's true. But yeah, I have a lot of respect. And I, I like I said, I think it's so important because you know that. I mean, even the education that Seven and Sakani and Star. <laughs> I heard my dog that seven Sakani and star were getting if they did went into garden Heights or that they're going out to Williamson prep. Like you don't, I feel like parents don't really even know what their kids are learning and like, yeah. And the educational system so warped and there are so many uh, other problems with uh, our history departments and standardized um, history curriculum is yeah. fucked up. Yeah. So we stand parents that take it upon themselves to teach them the important things. Yes. Um, so that comes to the conclusion of just five reasons why we love Maverick and Lisa and there are OTP. Obviously, there are tons of more reasons we can get into, but we thought these ones were the important ones. Uh, and we had a great time reading Concrete Rose. We also, well, Danielle watched the whole movie. I did the, the I call it like the YouTube movie where I just watch all the clips of the movie on YouTube. Um, but we did watch the book to movie adaptation of The Hate You Give, which we also recommend because it's pretty accurate to the book. Uh, and also there's a lot of great actors in it. Yeah, so. um, but... Isn't I both agree that KJ Apa should not have dark hair dye, <laughs> but yeah, that's a whole other thing. yeah, that's a whole other like subset we can't get into because it's kind of gross because his dark hair is not great. Um, but Amanda Steinberg, right? She's gorgeous in that movie. Oh, she's stunning. Is that her? Yeah, Steinberg Sternberg Sternberg Sternberg. Her name is Amanda for sure. She's stunning. The oh, We need to get her name right. We're, we're bad feminists if we don't get her name right. I think it's Sternberg. Amanda Stern. Stenberg. We're sorry, Amanda. Wait. It's Amandala. Oh, my God. Wow, we are fucked. Okay, we're going to cut this. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and also Amandala Stenberg is amazing in this movie. And stunning. Stunning. Great actress. Uh, great portrayal of Star. Couldn't have asked for a better Star card, in my opinion. I agree. Um, the whole cast was stacked. Anthony Mackie making that appearance. Oh, yeah. And yeah. also, just, I, I just watched The Falcon and Winter Soldier. So I was like, Anthony Mackie? Anthony Mackie? Um, I need to watch that so. Yeah, and Commons in it. I forget who plays Lisa's mother, Sumi. I mean, uh, Star's mother, Lisa. Um, hold on. We're, we're we're quickly looking this up to our listeners because there's um, Regina Hall. Ugh, gorgeous woman. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, we loved it. I really enjoyed the movie. It is, I don't know how much longer it's available, but if you uh, pay for cable, you could watch it on the FX, ooh, on the FX website <laughs> for free. So that's yeah. why I watched it. Okay, so we're going to sign off. Um, so you can follow us on Instagram at Danny and Izzy. Um, we also have an email. And Danielle, what is our email? Danny and Izzy at gmail.com. <laughs> Spell it out. D-A-N-I-A-N-D-I-Z-Z-I-E at gmail.com. Yeah, it kind of sounds like it's bananas. B A N A. Okay, I'm gonna stop. You do it next time. Gwen, (laughs) Gwen Stefani is the inspiration. Um. Yeah, and then uh, I don't know what else we're doing. Yes. Okay. We're doing this episode. So, so yeah. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. Send us an email, and we potentially might be on TikTok at this point. We are trying to overcome our insecurities and our cringe factor uh so if we're if we release our tiktok go follow our tiktok at danny and izzy like our instagram handle um and if we haven't released a tiktok yet you know stay tuned we will be releasing that so other than that thank you for listening i did our instagram in the beginning i'll just cut it I was going to say, keep an eye on our Instagram (laughs) updates on our TikTok. Yes. We're going to just keep this in because I can't cut anything anymore because I'm going to have to edit this mess of an outro. (laughs) But anyways, okay, we're just going to leave it. Goodbye. And shall we see you? We shall see you next week for our regular episode. Yes. Okay. Goodbye. Bye.